0: thanking you for one more day, another opportunity to lift up your holy name, to worship you, to magnify you. Father, we ask right now again for your Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us as we look at your holy word, that we may apply it to our lives so we may see the fruit of our labor. Father, Lord, my pray that you use me right now to preach your word to us, your servants, for we are listening. And all God's children that agree said. Looking again to the Daniel 6th chapter in the Old Testament, looking at this prophet facing times of adversity, but yet still standing strong on his promise can anybody here testify Amen. that you can stand on God's promise Amen. the winds may blow seasons may change but our God remains the same The title we have in our bulletin is free from public Opinion. I want to highlight here that not just public opinion, but to put in that also to be free of peer pressure. Social stresses. Economical stresses. Times you may be stressed out for uh, attaining your education because you're trying to keep up with the person next to you. That how this can lead us to do things that we will later regret. I can say, for example, that you want to get an A, but you didn't study hard enough that you might contemplate cheating. One teacher said that it's not cheating if you look at one paper. It's called Research and we look at others. But he said, I'll give you an F for both. (laughs) But pressure and stress from outside entities can push us, inform us, or mold us to do something we may later regret. In our day, there are public opinion polls that are used to help determine moves, trends, and possible behavioral responses to social, political, and economical issues. The news will update a president's approval rate or a political approval of, of, or feelings of the state of the economy. We have seen our current president's approval rate be as high as 57 to be as low as it currently is to 44. And they say, well, this is a test to show that there's a lot of people not satisfied with the president. Imagine if we had opinion polls on us. How would they change from year to year, month to month, week to week? Matter of fact, day to day, if you will. I know one day in my mama's house that I got a 100% approval rate, but when I might get back home from school, my approval rate may be below 50%. This information can persuade us to do more conscious actions to change how people look at us because we want to please them. Can I remind you that pleasing people will never please God? Pleasing popular opinion does not please God. We get caught up that we think that if somebody likes me, that means that I am somebody. But I can tell you the whole world can like you, but if you don't know God, it won't equal to anything. Can I highlight on this evening as we look at Daniel? Sorry, this morning. That Daniel is caught up in public opinion. Those who are under him and those who are around him do not like him because he's not like them. Can I help somebody out that when you love Jesus, things start changing in your life. And people start looking at you differently because you don't act like those who don't love Jesus. But when you're around some other people that love Jesus like you love your God, they like being around you. They invite you out to things. They talk to you about things. But when they don't know Jesus as you know him, they don't invite you because you don't want to do the things they're going to do. You don't want to hear what they're going to talk about. And you don't want to go where they are going because if you go there, you get involved in that conversation. If you have the love of Jesus and you you are moved, you have the potential and the opportunity to change the circumstance. Amen. As I said you beforehand, I had a nickname called Epson because I threw salt on the game. My, my friends were trying to talk to somebody about a party, something like that. I would come around and start talking about Jesus. And they get mad every time we start talking, you want to talk about because I say he's been so good to me. That's what I want to talk about. I want to highlight in this text, looking at Daniel the 6th chapter, are you there with me? I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I want to bring it down to the end, to the conclusion, and work my way back. Is that all right? We pick up at. Verse 17, it says, A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Tell, you, tell your neighbor, no one. No one. Mm. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting, he refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at all that night. He was stretched out, y'all. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish Daniel, servant of the living God. Can someone say, living God? Living God. Was your God whom? You serve so faithfully, able to rescue you from the lions. Daniel answered, long live the king. Can I go back there again? Look what he said. He's the one that gave him the sentence, the one that condemned him for obeying his law. He had no animosity to him, but the first words out of his mouth to the king whom he needed to address was, long live the king. My God sent his angels (laughs) to shut the lion's mouth so that they would not hurt me, for I have been found innocent in his sight. May I highlight, I may have been found guilty in your sight, uh, the satraps, the princess, and everybody else's sight, but in my God's sight, I'm innocent. Am I talking to somebody here this morning? And I have not wronged you, your majesty. If, I, if it was me, I would have gone back and might have said that you put me down here for no reason, you fool. But he didn't talk back and get sassy with the king, Try to tell him, if you'd have listened to me in the first place, none of this would have happened. But no, 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 no. He just said, I have not even wronged you. Your majesty, the king was overjoyed and ordered that Daniel be lifted from the den. And and, and look how he came out. Look at the presentation here. Not a scratch was found on him. For he had Trusted in his God I want us to look at how was Daniel able to stand against public opinion first I want to point out that he was obedient to God's will we see it right there that king I may have been found guilty in somebody else's sight but in my God's sight I was innocent Daniel trusted the Lord and was educated in the Lord. We go back into the first chapter that says that they took they took the ones of noble of nobility and who were educated and wise. We find later on that while he was in jail, that he did not want to eat of the diet of the king, because it did not agree with what God had them to eat. And the Castus, this, Castus, this, Castus, this. how is it he's a prisoner, but he finds favor with the guardsmen? The guardsmen liked him because God liked him. This song talks about how God favored me. I, I want to point out when God favors you, favor follows you. And so since God's favor was with him, because his obedience to God, the guardian, the guard of the jail found favor with Daniel. Daniel said, "Test me, God, test me, test me. If I, if I find myself weak and frail and unable to do my duties, if I don't eat this food, well then you can do what you want. But if I am not, let me go on." Well, he found favor. It said he was healthier. He was stronger. And he was wiser because he was blessed by his obedience. And so when you obey God's will, the, 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 the reaction of obedience gives you his favor. Y'all see that there? And so to be free from public opinion means I need to obey his will and not worry about finding favor with man, but find out from my obedience I find favor with him. Just go ahead and tell your neighbor, obedience is, obedience is better than sacrifice. And so Daniel was obedient to God's will even before he was, high, he was elevated, before he received a raise, before he was recognized by any of the kings or the princes. He realized that I'm trusting my God no matter where I am. Can I help somebody out? That no matter where you go, God is still in control. I I know your boss might try to tell you what time you need to show up for work in order to get paid. I know your teacher will tell you what assignment you need to do in order to get an A. But I I guarantee you could tell your teacher, you could tell your boss that I'm not doing it because you said so. I lost somebody. But I'm doing it because my God wants me to be a good Christian. I, I know how to obey those who are over me, not to make you feel good. Not to satisfy you, but that my God is satisfied. I'm lost some people. Let me help somebody out. That God is watching us and seeing that are we being witnesses to those who don't know Him. Because you know there's some folks that don't know the Lord in your school and in your workplace, and watching you who say who knows the Lord, but you cursing. You late to your job. You do poor work. Or you talk back to the teacher and your boss, but you still want to tell somebody how you love the Lord. But I'm here to tell you that it's good to just obey when you can just trust in the Lord and realize that he will reward you at the right time. Tell your name at the right time. Because we, we sing it. He may not come when you want, but he's always on time. Let me help somebody out that. He comes when I want Because if he did not come, come on, somebody, I would not be here. So he shoulder comes every time I need him. He's right there. (laughs) Daniel didn't have to look around. Where's my God? God says, I am following you. My favor is with you. And so he waxed strong and grew. And look what happened here. Because of his obedience to God's will, he received favor for his obedience. Second, thirdly, we find out that also he had faith. In God. And I want to highlight that we need to have faith in God when we're around those who are faithless. <laughs> the faithless do this, that uh, I understand that you're going to pray, but try this anyway. So that was somebody's head. The faithless will go on to say that I, I know God will provide for you, but come out with me tonight. Some, some people are with me. The faithful will be, I'm trusting on the Lord, but the faithless says, it's all right to cut corners. See, the faithful realize that my God will provide for me when I need it, not when I want it. Because the desire of my flesh is contrary to his will. So we find Daniel here in the same chapter having a desire to please God. So much so that he distinguished himself from those others. They said this, that there's nothing wrong with him. Cast it again. There is nothing wrong with him. What they mean to say, as I look at my Bible, that they meant to say there's everything right about him. What they were saying is that we are how you should be, but he's not like us, so there's something wrong with him. Because the only wrong we can find against him is serving God. I wish I had somebody here this morning. That people would look around me and I would be found guilty of serving my God. So much so they knew his schedule. That three times a day he's found praying. We know they know his schedule because they agreed to catch him at a time. That means they have scouted him out. And checked him out. The Bible records that he went to his room with the windows open. It means that he wasn't scared. He wasn't hiding from him. He wasn't trying to creep. He wasn't trying to sneak. He was open and public that I trust my God and there's no one else I can turn to but him. They had their minds made up that the king could be persuaded that, oh king, live forever. You are wise. You are great. Shouldn't you make an edict for 30 days? That nobody bow down or make a prayer or a supplication unless it be to you. King said, that sounds like a good idea, but don't, don't, don't just make a decree, God, but make it under these laws that can't be changed. So you got to keep them king says that sounds like a good idea but do you notice who's missing in that group because Daniel was to be over them it felt good to the king how Daniel was doing it It says that he was looking to appoint him above them and so they have colluded against him and left him out because they knew he'd be against it and they knew if he came before the king the king would trust his opinion over theirs because why God's favor was with him. Can I highlight to somebody real quick that even when God's favor is on you no matter what people do behind you, they can't stop what God has before you. They can steal, they can lie, they can cheat, but they still can't defeat the God who owns the cattle and the thousand here who sits high and looks low. I want you to grab that they can try to trip you up and smack you up and lay you down behind your back. But yet they might find out that they might be the ones still under your feet. And so look how they feel they got him now. Oh, we got Daniel now. Let's go catch him. They caught Daniel in that. Look, look, look here. They caught him in that, but they still don't talk to Daniel. You'll see that, right? They say, All right, let's now go back to the king. Oh, king, live forever. King, you know you're good and all that. You're the man. <laughs> There's no king like you. <laughs> but Daniel don't like you. Now, y'all see that in the text? I'll, I'll give you my translation, but y'all see that in the text? They like, say, but Daniel, he don't respect your laws. No, you look at He didn't even pray to you. Now look at the king. He says he is displeased now. The king caught on to the trick. Y'all catch that? He was upset because he favored Daniel. And he realized the law that he's put was unjust to Daniel. I'm just going to throw this one in for free. That God's laws are always right. No matter the circumstances. No matter the season. No matter the time. is always right. The king realized that his law that he made was not right. And now he's distressed. Because who was right has been wrong. And knowing that he has been wrong and now he's been persuaded, cast as the king, he has to uphold his law. He has to uphold his law. And look what he does. What does he say to Daniel? The God whom you serve, he will deliver you. The God whom you serve continually, faithfully, He will deliver you. I just want to highlight. I'm about to let let y'all go. I'm going to highlight real closely this, that. His obedience to God's will found him favor from his obedience because of his faithfulness to God that others realize that he is doing something different than everybody else. So much so that this new king found out that this one serves the living God. Hello, somebody. He realized that your God is doing things no other God can do. We find out earlier in the chapter when he was just in the prison, not even elevated, that God gave him the power to understand dreams and visions. He gave him the power of wisdom and intelligence, and yet it's been bringing it forward. So from king after king after king has come over. Daniel's always found high and elevated because God has been with him. And so his character spoke for himself, but the king realized that you serve a good God. And he says, because of whom you serve and the faith that you have in him, I have that same faith. Y'all missed it. If you have faith in your Lord that he's able to make changes in your life, how much more would some people might come to you and say, you know what, I need to talk to you. Because I see how your marriages, I see how you raise your children. I see how you dealt with losing your job or how you dealt with the financial situation or how you were able to know that we, everybody in this building might get laid off, that you keep on coming day after day with a smile on your face. and. And 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 all you simply tell them is because I have Jesus. And it got hold of them one day that it said, I want to know about this Jesus. Can I help somebody out here? What I'm saying here, because of the faith that you have in him, it may somebody else say, well, let me put my faith in him too. If God is working it out on your side, can he not work it out? for me if he's working it out in your good can he not do the same for me if he's blessing your house can he not bless my house if he's watching your children can he not watch my children if he saved your marriage can he not save my marriage? if he saved you from going to hell can he not save me so can you tell me about your jesus And so look at the testimony. Daniel don't say a word, but says, yes, king, I'm guilty of all they said. He looked, realized that, well, Daniel, may the God you serve continually. May he be able to deliver you. They put a stone over the den, sealed it with all those kings and all his accusers' rings. The king was so distraught, so stretched out that he refused to eat and refused to entertain himself. But he could even go to sleep, said he was restless. But early that morning, he came running out to what he thought might be a grave. But he realized that I put my faith in a God that's able to deliver him. So he's crying out. Daniel, Daniel, did your God deliver you? <laughs> Can I call out somebody's name? If more George Shaw, did your God deliver you? <laughs> Look what Daniel says, live long, king. My God sent an angel to shut the lion's mouth. Can I help somebody out? My God sent an angel to stop what's ever coming after me. It might have been you. It might have been somebody else. But my God was able to stop them, to close their mouths. You can't see what he's doing on the inside, but you'll see when I come on on the outside y'all missed it i'm gonna leave you all alone but point out to you the king couldn't see how he made it through but he made it oh he made it he made it without a scratch without a bruise without a problem am i telling somebody here right now you can't see what god is doing to me on the inside but i made it Because one of these days, uh, when he comes looking for me, I'll be saying, Lord, live forever. I made it. Your angels kept me. Your blood washed me. You redeemed me. And look at me. I'm scratch free. Is anybody here glad you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb? Realizing they may accuse you, they may persecute you, but God will set you free. God vindicates his faithful. He rescued his loved ones. And he elevates the humble. And he redeems the lost. I just want to close out just looking at this story. See, tell me if you see what I see. Daniel, can I give a little more, more value on this mic? Daniel was put into a den to be his grave. And the king, the king had faith that he could be delivered. Jesus was laid in a tomb. And some people have believed. <laughs> but Cassius Castus, the disciples did not have as much faith as his accusers. The accusers said he told them that he would rise up from the grave. So put a stone over it to prevent him from coming up. Tell your neighbor, no stone can stop what God's going to do. Say, you might try to cover up what God is trying to do in my life but telling the light always shines through the darkness <laughs> and so they put a stone over daniel's den i said daniel's den because he owned that joint that was his spot yeah the line was in but daniel said this is my house for now so you sit down and be quiet hello somebody And through the night, Daniel is covered by God. But early that morning, they saw deliverance of that God. Did they not lay Jesus in the tomb? And he was in there for three days and nights. But early, deliverance was seen. (laughs) And check this out. He had a new resurrected body, a body that could reappear and disappear, could sit down and eat and make breakfast, but was able to ascend on a cloud, to be before his glory and dominion forever and ever. He say, preacher, what you getting to? This is what I'm getting to right now. That people may come against you and try to stop you from serving God. But you can let them know that whether your law be just or unjust, I'm going to trust the just God. And I will serve him until I die. Didn't Daniel do it? He could have died, but I'm serving him until I die. And he's also pointing out here that deliverance is always available. Can I help somebody out that even in the midnight, in the dark hour, God is able to rescue you. How do I know this? Uh, I'm just talking about Daniel. Wasn't he there at night? Didn't midnight come? But surely goodness joy came up in the morning. What was the joy? The joy of his salvation. The joy of his deliverance. The joy to know that my God's been faithful to me as I've been faithful to him. They try to kill me, but they can't beat me. They just tell your neighbor, sin can't stop what God has for you. Death can't stop what God has for you because who the Son sets free It's free indeed. Uh, The series is What Has You Bound. Uh, Tell your neighbor you can be set free. Uh, Stones can't hold you. Chains can't hold you. Lions can't defeat you. Because greater is he that is with me uh, than he uh, that is in the world. Uh, Good day now, Zion. Uh, May the Lord bless you real good. Uh, But on your way home, uh, you ought to feel like David today. Uh, You ought to go down to the brook uh, and get you some stones and start swinging say what giant gonna come my way my god gotcha you can't beat me good day now zion is he all right is he all right say yeah 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 so tell your neighbor i'm free i'm free You can't hold me. You can't stop me. the Hammer said, you can't touch this. (laughs) Because my God is able to deliver me. Hallelujah. So regardless of what you're facing, know our God is able to defeat every last one one of them. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Lord, we come. Lord, we come. We come, God, in humility. We come with surrender. We come, Lord, realizing that, Father, you are willing to trust. You are faithful in every way. And, Father, Lord, if you can deliver Daniel out of a lion's den, how much more, Lord, are you able to deliver us from economic oppression or depression. Stress from peer pressure and relationships. Stress from trying just to pay the bills of our house. Stress of, I don't know if I'm going to make it because my body's in pain and in sickness. But Lord, we are reminded on this day that, Father, you are still able to deliver us on one side or the other. But, Lord, we know that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And so, Father, Lord, we just surrender to you right now. Lord, we pray if there might be someone who does not know Jesus as a Lord and Savior. That if they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, they shall... Be saved. So Father, I pray that, that, that someone today will do so, and you will welcome them into your kingdom. And Lord, we will welcome them here into this fellowship. Father, Lord, have your way in this place is our prayer. Minister to us, O oh God, as we be obedient unto you. And all oh God should have said, Amen. May we stand this in the hand of the disciples. You can give God a hand clap for praise. We're still in worship. Hallelujah. Bless his name. There might be someone here who does not know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior.